Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year like their body wash, 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from February 7th to February 13th. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And James here. There is a lot to cover today in movie news number 36, so let's get right into it. So for recent episodes, we had quite the, the week. We had our, our special guest, Brock Wright, who joined us for a football movies episode. Anthony did a review of The Lobster. The Lobster and Paddington and 2, Paddington right? And Paddington 2, yeah. And then we also did an episode on... What was the other episode we did? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so hold on. Uh, oh, um, Spike Lee. Spike Lee, director spotlight. Yes. That's right. Sorry, we, we're way ahead of schedule. And then also, February 5th, I did a review of, of Dark Season 1. And also, we did a, a nominees of Oscar nominees reaction to as well. As well so, yeah. It was a busy week. Lots to do. We're busy bees. And then, uh, so box office recently, Jackass is up to, Jackass Forever is up to $34 million. Uh, total on a $10 million budget, so it's still number one at the box office. There were a couple of releases this weekend. Death on the Nile came out, and we actually just saw it last night. We saw it projected in 70mm film. It was an excellent movie, such a fun experience. We're going to do a mini-review on it. I recommend going to check this out. Unfortunately, it only pulled $1.1 million on Thursday during the previews. Estimated $5 million Friday, and they're projecting a $12 million weekend, which is not very good news for that film. Marry Me was also released. That made 525000 Thursday estimated eight million for the weekend, so lots of poor performing movies besides Jackass this weekend. It is what it is. It's February. It's February Super Bowl weekend. Uh, we also had our Tarantino poster winner selected. It was Andy Berkvist, um, but we're still waiting to hear back from Andy, so we'll give him another week for him to respond to our comments and email us his address and poster desires. If not, we're going to have to choose a new winner. And also, Batman tickets went on sale on the tenth. James and I got two tickets for both the. Thursday evening and Friday morning showing of the 3rd and 4th in March. So we're very excited for that. And also, I mean, we're expecting to get the IMAX yeah. invite like a week early before, yeah. before the release. Absolutely. And tickets are still available, especially we got matinees, and there were lots of seats open when we uh, went for them. So I'm sure if you go to early screenings for tickets, there'll still be good seats left. And this is Super Bowl weekend, so I can't wait to see a ton of movie trailers and ads coming this weekend. We have some featuring The Cable Guy with Jim Carrey's doing an ad, Sonic 2, Dr. Evil, Edgar Wright's doing a commercial with Zendaya. So it's going to be a lot of great entertaining comment for sneak peeks at upcoming projects. And a big trailer announcement was DC here released their Heroes Sizzle Reel, which is 
uh, a small compilation of their upcoming slate of films from Black Adam to Aquaman to the Batman to the Flash. And it was a really great little uh, fun nugget of new footage from each of these films. And it's getting people excited for their movies, especially the Black Adam footage. There's a few extra extended clips um, from the Batman, but the Black Adam stuff I was really intrigued by. And, and I'm super yeah, it's curious. the first footage ever of it, of him speaking released, and stuff yeah. like that, not killing people he with lightning. Speaks. So it seems like a like a, a moral hero, maybe not Some, afraid to kill bad guys, but not afraid to kill people. But yeah. he's still well, maybe not moral then. So not ethically not if, moral. Well, if they deserve it, but he seems like a good guy. Which I, I figured was going to be the case. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not he's not a villain. But he could be an anti-hero in some ways, yeah. you know? Um, the Jurassic World Dominion trailer was just released, and it looks pretty cool. We It looks a lot a, of dinosaurs. A lot of dinosaurs. It's a little silly because I watched it, and I said to Anthony, I'm like, it looks like Skyfall with dinosaurs. <laughs> like, Chris Pratt's riding a motorcycle, like, around Europe in Jason Bourne style. <laughs> it's like Jason Bourne with dinosaurs. Like, a raptor, like, jumps off a, a, a ledge while Chris Pratt's riding a motorcycle, like, Wah! <laughs> so it's silly, but it's dinosaurs all over the world, which is pretty cool. They're just going all out. They were just like, let's just go for it. Let's have Chris Pratt riding a horse chasing down dinosaurs. Plus, I the- also think they got inspiration from Planet of the Apes, yeah, the maybe. new trilogy, too. And the OG cast is back. They got all three of them, yeah. which is crazy. And they're actually in seeds, not like the Jeff Goldblum basic cameo in the last one. Yeah, so it's like Jeff Goldblum, uh, Laura Dern, and then Sam, Sam Neill are, are back in there. They look great. They aged really well. Yeah, yeah. I Sam Neill, Sam looks like, he still looks great. He looks yeah. like a tan Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they did the same exact shot as the original one when all three of them are looking at a dinosaur at the same time, which is really cool. And also, a fun little detail is in Laura Dern's tent in the trailer, there's a photo on a wall, and it's actually an actual on-set photo that someone took of Laura Dern and Sam Neill. It's not in the original movie, but it was just like on-set, a fun photograph, and she has it hanging in her tent. From the new one or the yeah, old one? Yeah, in the new one. Oh, that's cool. Cute little detail. Also, Amazon has released the character names of their new uh, TV series, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. You will recognize some of these names like Galadriel and Elrond, but you will not recognize a few of them because they are new characters created for the show. So, you know, it, it's, it looks like great production design and everything. We'll see. We'll wait until we see a trailer, and obviously for the first episode before we lay judgment. We're very excited because we're huge Lord of the Rings fans, but we can definitely see this series going the route of The Hobbit and not being as good as the original trilogy. But, I'm you know, it seems like a lot of practical filmmaking. Obviously, the budget of this is absurd. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they come up with. But I, again, I'm 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 being hopelessly optimistic. I think about how it's going to be because you know these streaming services they do tend to like not you know stay true to what we want. But we'll, we'll see. I was looking at comments and f- uh, fans of the novels were not happy with the photos. So we'll see. I think it looks interesting. Yeah. And we'll uh, see when the trailer comes massive out. Massive Lord of the Rings fans. So very excited to see it when it comes out. And uh, Disney. And Star Wars also released a brand new poster for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Let's go. Revealing that it will premiere at the end of May. Let's May, go. 20, May 24th is its premiere date. Give me Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's all I wanted. That's all I yeah. wanted. Like, Boba Fett, sure. Mando, Mando's awesome. But, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi show, let's go. And Ewan McGregor confirmed that he and Hayden Christensen are going to battle with lightsabers again. Hell to the yes. Uh, Blade Runner 2099 is set to be made as a live-action sequel series at Amazon. So Ridley Scott's going to produce, which leaves me optimistic. But again, I think I want to wait until we see what The Lord of the Rings is going to look like. Then we can kind of gauge what Blade Runner TV series is going to look like. Um, you know, do I? how do we feel about our some of our favorite properties being controlled by these streaming services? 
turn into series. Pros and cons, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. So we'll see. We'll just, hopefully they do great adaptations. I honestly don't want TV series of these properties personally. I just think that Blade Runner is a special property, special franchise, and I think it belongs on the big screen only, but that's me. But I do like the anime that they did, the, the Black Lotus. Anime is fine, so, yeah. But I just think, I mean, Blade Runner, the movies are so groundbreaking. But there's nothing we can do. They're going to yeah. buy up all the properties they can. T- everything's a TV everything's show. Everything's a show. Everything's going to have spin-offs and, and multiverses. Soon there's going to be an Inception TV series. Probably not. <laughs> no, Chris Nolan would never let that happen. <laughs> All right, Tiger King producer is making a docu-series about cryptocurrency laundering scheme for Netflix. It's currently untitled, but we can be expect to see that. It'll probably be pretty interesting. Yeah, we, yeah. Lo- we love crypto. Yeah, crypto, Tiger King, you can't go wrong with those. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder's upcoming film, Rebel Moon, um, recent re- recently revealed some of its lead cast members, including Charlie Hunnam, Jimon Hunsu, and Ray Fisher. Um, and so this looks like it's going to be a great project. Also, an amazing cast. I think Jimon Hunsu is so awesome. I always love seeing him in movies. And Charlie Hunnam has proven himself to be a good lead. And I can't wait to see what Zack Snyder comes up with. We're huge Zack fans, and we love all of his movies. And he's got an incredible vision and unique style. And this is supposedly like a scrapped story script that he wrote as like a Star Wars spec script in a way. So it's kind of just going to be this epic universe, intergalactic, probably action adventure. I can't freaking wait. Yeah, sh- hopefully it's really... I, I, hopefully they put it in theaters as well. I'd like to see that on the I'm big screen. Dude, I don't think Zach would do yeah. anything not released in theaters. Justice League was a, a very unique situation where yeah. you know he had to drop out because of his personal issues and then came back to make the, the four-hour version after Whedon just destroyed his, his vision. <laughs> uh, Craven the Hunter, a new Sony movie has just recruited Russell Crowe, who's dipping his feet back into the superhero universe. He hasn't been in superhero films besides Jor-El in the, super, in the Man of Steel tr- series. And so this is going to star Aaron Taylor Johnson as the lead Craven, who I had no idea existed before the casting of him <laughs> a couple months ago. But apparently he's like, the way it is now. Spo- I think he's an adversary to Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. also to Venom in a way. So maybe he'll yeah. be a villain to Venom for future Venom films and maybe with uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. We don't know. He's a big game hunter, skilled tactician. He's got some extra human strength. And I think Aaron Taylor Johnson's such an underrated actor. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, I think Marvel's biggest mistake of maybe of their entire franchise. One of them is uh, killing Aaron Taylor Johnson off in his first movie. Yeah, because he's, he's a really great actor. And so I, I'm looking forward to him being in a big movie again. He's really, I, I think more people should know who he is. I feel like that should be more talked about how they killed Quicksilver in one movie. Yeah. Like, that was really disappointing. Yeah, it was such a bummer. Nope. The new Jordan Peele movie got a brand new little teaser trailer. You only get three shots of the lead cast members, one each of them reacting, looking upwards at something. Um, most otherwise the trailer is mostly footage from Get Out and Us, but I mean I, I'm very excited for his new film. It looks like Aliens. I hope it's Aliens. It's I would a, love to see like Jordan aliens. Peele tackle that because he's a huge like Twi- I mean Twilight Zone fan. The old show he's obviously showrunning the new version of it. Great sci-fi sci-fi elements in his films already. I love to see him just go straight sci-fi aliens invading Earth. How cool would that be with his vision? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Sign me up. There's also a trailer for Lightyear. Seems like it's gonna be a ton of fun. Can't wait to see this. Chris Evans is voicing Buzz. Yeah, just his his origins, like your origins. <laughs> Where did the suit come from? Yeah, it looks epic. <laughs> Pixar is great. They don't miss. And the Office's B.J. Novak is actually directing his first film, also starring in it, called Vengeance, and it's about a he plays a character named Ben Manowitz, and he is a journalist and podcaster who travels from New York City to Texas to investigate the death of a girl he was hooking up with. 
So, I mean, BJ's awesome. He helped write most of the show of The Office and was mm-hmm. a producer EP of that show. I'm surprised he hasn't directed anything. I think Until he was going to do this, but COVID slowed it down and set it back. He was, he's was he been making TV shows. Yeah, he's, I think he was a producer on the on Mindy Project as well. Yeah, and some other yeah. stuff as well as— Do you he, need more money, though? He also—yeah, <laughs> he probably makes bank off the office syndication. Like, bank. Being an EP of over 100 yeah. episodes of that, it's insane, I'm sure. Plus, he writes books, so he's a novelist, and he had a book come out, I think, earlier— I mean, at the end of last year, so he's probably been busy with that. Mm-hmm. But cool, good for him getting uh, directing going. Simu Liu joins Margot Robbie in Lady in um I almost said Lady Bird <laughs> <laughs> Greta Gerwig's live action film Barbie. So this cast is getting more and more stacked. Obviously, it's going to be pretty funny. I can't wait to see Greta Gerwig's take on the Barbie world and universe. And I think Mattel is uh, producing that as well. With Who's them. playing Ken? I can't remember. Wasn't it um Gosling? Yeah, yeah, Gosling. Gosling. So Gosling, this yeah. cast is already shaping up to be pretty yeah. legit. And also get excited for some great Super Bowl ads because Jim Carrey is doing a return to the cable guy character for one of his, one of the ads in in this upcoming Sunday stream of commercials. So that's the one I'm most excited to see. Can't wait to see. Also, um, that we're going to get a Dr. Evil ad too mm-hmm. as well. So a bunch of fun ones I think it looks like. That will be great. There's a new trailer for Mark Wahlberg in Mel Gibson's new film Father Stew where he plays a boxer alcoholic who turns to Christianity, Christianity and becomes a priest. It looks like a very emotional film. It looks like Mark busts out the acting chops we haven't seen in a while. It looks really good in it. And then uh, Luca Guadagnino, director of Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria, is making a new film with Zendaya and Josh O'Connor and Mike Face. And this is going to be a tennis film, which follows Zendaya's character as a tennis pro who's now an instructor. And she pushes her husband to become a tennis legend and forces him to participate in a challenger event where one of his opponents is his ex-best friend and her former lover, Patrick. So, sounds like some tennis and a love triangle. Adrian Brody just joined Chris Evans and Anna de Armas in an action romance called Ghosted. Uh, it's pretty much under wraps in terms of plot and everything like that, but it's being made by director Dexter Fletcher, who made Rocket Man, which was an excellent movie. And so I'm pretty excited. This cast is stacked already. Probably, I wonder if it's something. A bunch of good looking people. Yeah, there's action romance, ghosted. Like maybe someone gets ghosted and they. I would, yeah, maybe like Chris Evans is like a secret agent and he ghosts Anna de Armas or something. I don't know. I don't know why you would, though. <laughs> Someone's getting ghosted here. Someone. Maybe yeah. maybe one of the guys is getting ghosted by Anna de Armas. Maybe Adrian's the villain. But action romance seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. There's going to be a Bob Marley uh, biopic in, in production by Paramount Pictures, and it will star One Night in Miami star Kingsley Ben Adir. He will be playing Bob Marley, and this will be the tell-story of the legendary reggae musician. And he played Malcolm X in that film, One Night in Miami. And then Tom Hanks, this is the last bit of news, has a new movie called A Man Called Otto, which just got sold to Sony in a record EFM deal worth $60 million. The record was previously held by The Pale Blue Eye, which is a period thriller starring Christian Bale coming out this year. And... A Man Called Otto is a remake of a 2015 Swedish Swedish film. Synopsis is a cranky retired man strikes up an unlikely friendship with his boisterous new neighbors. We can only assume that the movie must be really damn good if they're going to buy it for 60 mil. Plus, Tom Hanks is a huge name. Yeah. The Pale Blue Eye might be my most anticipated movie of the year. It's up there. Well, well Batman for me. Yeah. Then but, Pale Blue Because I love Scott Cooper and Christian Bale and period piece. Period piece. He's a detective. Oh, my God. Just 
Just give me, just take my money. Plus, we're gonna have um, uh, Edgar Allan Poe as a character as well. Yeah. So I think it sounds it's fantastic. gonna be really cool. Yeah, I'm sure. And that wraps movie news number thirty six. Thanks Big so much week. for tuning in. We have some awesome episodes coming for you this week. Monday's gonna be a lot of fun. Thursday, you're definitely, definitely not gonna want to miss. And then we'll have some mini reviews here and there as well. Oh yeah, take, take care. care, Jinx, Jinx, no, Jinx. take care, take care, take care. I get the final word. Bye, James out. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss... Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.